said, my sheep know my voice. Do you know his voice? Are you sure that you know his voice? We have to be sure that we're following Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for revelationology. We thank you for teaching us and showing us that we're not ready, that, that we aren't where we need to be to stand before you that day. We thank you, really, that you haven't come yet, that you're giving us time to prepare. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Jesus was talking to me today about John 10, 10. And I'll just start by reading to you in the Message Bible. And I've never read here before, but it matches exactly what he was putting on my heart. So let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good. A sheep rustler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them, and they follow because they're familiar with his voice. They won't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. And Jesus is saying to us today, one thing for sure, is that there are many false prophets out there. And so we have to know his voice so we don't end up following after a stranger. We have to make sure we're hearing his voice, not the voice of a stranger, not looking to a man, not someone who does things wrongly, like you said. If a person climbs over the fence, if they take a back road, if they're, they're doing something other than the way Jesus would do it, then we're not to follow that person. Jesus told a simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about, so he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good, sheep rustlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I'm the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to still kill and destroy. I came so that you may have real life and eternal life more and better life than they ever dreamed of. So we need to be able to see what Jesus is saying. We need to be able to clearly see that when we're following him, we're cared for. We have rest. We find pasture. We know he's taking care of us and we can trust him. And so also we have to know and be able to see, discern the sheep wrestlers, those who are up to no good. We can't trust someone just because they're at the pulpit or they're the lead pastor of the church or whoever they are. And then verse 11, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd puts sheep before himself, sacrifices himself if necessary. A hired man is not a real shepherd. The sheep mean nothing to him. 
He sees a wolf come and runs for it, leaving the sheep to be ravaged and scattered by the wolf. He's only in it for the money. The sheep don't matter to him. Jesus is talking about many who are in churches that are controlled by the enemy. The person in charge of the church is the person that the enemy is using to control God's people, to lead them astray. They're not walking through the gate. They're walking through the back door. They're climbing over the fence. They're deceiving many. And on that day, they will be judged. But meanwhile, it's not Jesus's, he, he's not going to let even one of his shepherd, one of his sheep go. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep. And my own sheep know me in the same way. The Father knows me and I know the Father. I put the sheep before myself, sacrificing myself if necessary. Is, is this person and the church like that? Would they sacrifice themselves for you? Or is the money first? Is the church first? Those are questions you've got to ask yourself. You need to know that I have other sheep in addition to those in this pen. When I read that this morning, I felt like he said many of his, in different context, many of his sheep are in this pen, in this prison that Satan has them in. They're fooled. They're following the enemy because they don't know the voice of Jesus. And so it's critical that you take every moment and get to know his voice. Follow after him. Know the word of God and match his voice to the word. Confusion and doubt is from the enemy. And you're going to learn that. And Jesus isn't going to condemn you. You're going to find rest in him. He's not going to accuse you. He's not going to condemn you. If there's accusations and condemnation in the church, then you can sure that be sure that the church leader is being controlled by the enemy. The enemy was, was kicked out of heaven because he's prideful, arrogant, and wanted to be God. And so his followers are going to have that same character. It's not anything about you. They don't care about you, but they want to control you, and they want your money. So he said, um, you need to know that I have other sheep in addition to those in this pen. Now he's talking about there, there are more sheep, and he needs to gather them, too. They all recognize my voice. They'll also recognize my voice. Then it'll be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I freely laid down my life. And so I'm free to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own free will. I have the right to lay it down. I have the right to take it up again. I receive this authority personally from my Father. 
He's your shepherd. He laid down his life for you willingly. Willingly, he laid down his life for you. And we have to know and understand that character. When you do the word of God, you're going you're, you're gonna to know Jesus' character. But so many times people are lost in that prison of religiously going to a church and living by the opinion of the pastor. Whether the pastor's opinion matches up with the word of God or not, many don't know it because they're being controlled by the pastor instead of looking at the word yourself, getting to know Jesus yourself. You must be born again to be able to see into the kingdom of God. You have to be born of the Spirit and so that you can discern the voice of the enemy, the character of the enemy, the fruit of the enemy. Right now, Jesus is showing me that many churches do not allow Jesus in, but the enemy is allowed in. So you got to be really careful about what you're doing because when you stand before Jesus that day, you're not going to be able to blame anything on him, on, on someone else. Jesus isn't here yet because he knows you're lost. He knows you don't know his voice. He knows you think you do. And so he's waiting. He's calling out to you. My sheep know my voice. Right? You know, that should be a red flag right there. That's what he's saying. If you don't know my voice, if you can't hear me, you're following after the voice of a stranger. And my sheep don't follow the voice of a stranger. You recognize the voice of a stranger right away if you're following Jesus. But many aren't. Many don't recognize the false prophet because they don't know Jesus. They don't know his voice. Jesus told Nicodemus, one of the um, religious leaders in that time, he was asking Jesus. He was noting a difference. And Jesus said, you must be born again to see into the kingdom of God. Born of the Spirit. Born of water and the Spirit. Claiming Jesus as your Lord and following him. Not a religious ruler. A religious ruler is ruled by the enemy. Jesus said so. He said, your father is Satan. Your father is a devil. And there's no truth in him. And so this is like a word of warning. If you're going to a church to, to find out how to live your life instead of to Jesus, you could be being fooled. And many times, um, people are, are so good at talking and um, just conning people that they get people to worship them. 
and admire every word they say. And because they put on this big act. And I can see it. I, I can see it. I've seen it many times. And I leave because it's poison. Beware of the false prophets, Jesus said. They come dressed as an angel of light. They come dressed as an angel of light to make you think they're God. And if you don't read your Bible, you're going to just believe what they say because it's convincing. And they even take the word and twist it. It's unbelievable what is happening in this last day. And so you have to go to the word of God yourself. If you don't have a Bible, I'm sure you got a phone or a computer, BibleGateway.com. Look at the word. Get on your knees. Ask Jesus. Come and live on the inside of me. Talk to me. Reveal yourself to me. I want to follow you. I don't want to follow the voice of a stranger. I don't want to be tripped up. I don't want to find out that day that I didn't do your will. And so help me. And he will. He will. He will help you. He will show you the way. He is the good shepherd. He would do anything for you. But a person that is just looking for a paycheck, looking for your money and treating you nice because you're giving your tithe to them, you're giving gifts to them, you're honoring them, they want that. The enemy wants that. He wants to be God. He wanted to be God right from the beginning. He said to Adam and Eve, did God really say? And convince Eve to eat, out, eat the apple or whatever the fruit was that was they were not to eat. When God tells you not to do something, it's for your good. And Satan's always going to come just like he did then and tell you it's okay. You can do it. You can do what God said you couldn't do. He's saying, it's okay. You can do that. It's okay. You can eat that. Did God really say, uh, because he wants to be your God and he still wants to be your God. No. He wants to be your God. And he'll, and, and he's going to just coast you along. And then on that day, when you stand before Jesus, along with that person you were looking up to, you will have your judgment. And so the thing is, you can't be lazy. You can't be lazy. Look at the word. Get to know Jesus. John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word is God. Get to know him. So that you can recognize his voice. So that you can see and run from the voice of a stranger. So that's the word I have for you today. John 1, 1, in the beginning was a word, and the word is God. So whoever you are, wherever you're at, make sure you're looking at the word of God. Make sure that you're accounted for. 
Make sure you're accounted for. Make sure you have a relationship with Jesus where you can hear him talk to you and that you're good with him. Just go to him and say, are we good? Or is there something I need to know? Something I need to correct? He corrects those he loves. Revelation 3.19, he corrects those he loves. Because he loves you. And he gave his life for you. So you could have eternal life. And so if you're walking down that wrong path, if you're listening to the voice of the enemy, if you're following the stranger, he's going to tell you. So, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, Revelation 3.20, he said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you invite me and if you heed my voice, I'll come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to train you up. And he's going to send you out to help gather those other sheep that don't know him, that are just out wandering, not knowing what's going on. God doesn't want you in a prison believing a lie. And many are, as I said, and that is why he said he's not here yet. Because it's not okay with him if you perish. It's not okay with him if you're believing a lie. And so if you're lazy, he wants to tell you, rather than you spend eternal life in hell, he wants to tell you, you're lazy. Read the word. Get to know me before it's too late. Don't depend on anyone else. My sheep know my voice. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for being up front with us, correcting us, teaching us, teaching us, showing us that we're not right with you, that we're following after the voice of a stranger, that we can't trust anyone except for you. Even in the church, where Satan lingers around trying to devour, show those who need to get out to get out before it's too late. Everyone listening today, Lord, just nudge their heart if they're going to the wrong place. We love and praise you and give you all the glory. He's so good. He's so in love with you and he just wants you to know. He wants you to know. He's not here yet because he wants you to know. He wants you to make a clear choice. He doesn't want you to be walking down that wide path and not even know you're on it. Thanks so much for listening today. And if you if you just acknowledge Jesus today or if I minister to you, I would really love it if you left a comment. Thanks so much for listening today.